was talking about my plant. So Plantinta. Gone. Well, that yeah. one's new. The potato That one's plant. actually a pink princess philodendron. Oh. See, I probably shouldn't leave it there. I have cats that are hungry. I thought they weren't allowed in because they like to eat the plants. They are sometimes, but I have to monitor them, but they're very quick to eat them. Oh, they're fast. They're very fast. Like they have it on their mind all the time. And philodendrons aren't good for cats. No. In fact, they're incredibly toxic. So for all of you out there who love plants and you it's love like your cats, don't let your cats eat your plants. <laughs> Are you trying to like white oleander your cats? No, I would hate that actually. That would suck. Um, yeah. But the light did change in here and I don't. I, I like it. I guess it. it doesn't matter, does it? It's beautiful. Can you see all of the glare? You can see everything. I can, but also I'm wondering why I don't have the same problem because I usually really do. I'm going to tell like, you why, John. I don't know why it's not happening right now, but whenever I'm on Zoom meetings, I'm like, mm -mm. all you can see is like just a glare, like I'm some kind of a weird villain. Well, I got to tell <laughs> you this. So this is something that I've been keeping to myself. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when i went to go get my glasses i chose to opt out of the blue light and the um lens uh the, uh, the glare <laughs> oh like uh, that's a mistake yeah because here's why because i was like it can't be that big of a difference uh, it is <laughs> and john it absolutely is is it's almost like the lenses without it promote and magnify the glares <laughs> dude it's actually crazy you can only see look if you look close and i do this you can see one uh -huh. eye <laughs> yeah <laughs> but now you can see them both yeah are you that um what far-sighted and nearsighted that you can't um, am i blurry to you now no no you're actually i am nearsighted yeah, so you know, I can see it's you. such a world of a difference whenever somebody who wears glasses takes them off. It's so weird. Like, I feel like I have people see me so much differently whenever I wear my contacts around, which is rare. John, it is crazy. I haven't. I seen feel you like I even like get treated differently around the house. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> like an other, <laughs> <laughs> like like I'm more respected without the glasses. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, because there's sort of like a um like a they kind of hide your face in a weird way they do but i'm not hiding my face today you guys not get to today. see all of my wrinkles i have a couple yeah. here but that's okay this Ooh, is because I i'm can't, always like i this. can't even see them on this in this lighting i just see, put in my as always i just put on my estee louder morning cream and just, it gets rid of this whole situation john i did that too except for i don't have that brand oh your um, skincare routine came in yes so I'm using a retinol now, and I'm hoping it'll make uh, a difference. I'm going to start putting it on my hands because there's nothing worse than having crooked ooh, hands. I looked down at my hands the other day while I was driving, and I was like, whoa, this is an 80-year-old right? man's hands. So I'm going to have to get some just for my hands because I want to be able to do that. And then I also, yeah. um, it's really weird. It looks like I'm looking off to the left, but I swear... This it's just a really weird. Um, oh, it's all good. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not looking straight to camera. I'm getting. Oh, did you see me try to push my glasses up? <gasps> yeah. Well, you all will. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not even on my face. I'm gonna not wear them. I am gonna get a new pair of glasses though soon. 
Yeah. So, well, because I just needed, well, obviously I needed glasses after the car accident because mine, mine broke Oh, right. On my face. Yeah. You just needed a fast and dirty pair. Mm-hmm. They yeah. literally broke on my face. Can you imagine an impact where your glasses just like shatter across your face? I don't know. I honestly can't <laughs> believe that you went through that. That's so insane. Yeah, I think about totally... that. I'm like, wow, Travis has really been through a lot this year. <laughs> oh, but it's totally, look, it's totally fine. I'm going to get a new pair though, but I'm going to go to, um, I'm going to get me a pair of Pradas. Ooh, nice. Well, Do I, have you, my you pair have a... on, I have my eye on a pair. Nice. that i want to get and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna get myself a nice pair of glasses because yeah. you have your glasses for so long and i'm at the point where my prescription is not changing that much anymore yeah so i'm like oh and plus i could keep keep also the you could just yeah you can always just change the well, i mean i love mm. i love i want to be sponsored by this brand what is it matsuda oh i like don't know that they're like this really solid hard titanium frame like they look thin and flimsy, but I they, they hard. Yeah. But they have like they nothing goes out of adjustment ever. I've never had to adjust them and I've had never been misaligned or anything. No. It's like they're so solid and, and John, hardy. When I when I close the little ear flaps on these, because that's what we call them now, ear flaps. Yes, they're just called ear flaps. That so when I a... close the ear flaps, they actually sit like like crazy yeah i know right like <laughs> because they're cheap dude they are cheap glasses yeah i can't stand plastic frames because they always go out of adjustment so i had i like i went on this search in los angeles for this particular brand because i was like i need just a hard titanium frame that's not like flexible and crazy and i need to i need to look into that too then i found it at this place on melrose called positive ions like it has a pun name which is fun wait i actually kind of love that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so they had it and like because everywhere like the trend i guess in glasses is having like titanium frames but they're coated in plastic so you can like see the titanium but it's like embedded in clear plastic which i'm like that's crazy it sounds like it sounds like the bones of an android yeah i'm like what's like going some on sort here? of robotic yeah so as so you get you get none of the benefit of the titanium frame because it's like inlaid in plastic and it's just weird well anyway i'm gonna, I'm gonna put these back <laughs> on and you guys are gonna have to deal with the glitter or i like it you do it's yeah. very distracting. You know, I like a little mystery. Well, and that's what you're giving me is like the mystery. mystery. Is, <laughs> where the hell did this mole come from? That's the mystery. Is that a mole? Do you see that? I do see. It's a, it's a mole. There's a, you know, a mysterious mole on my left eye. You know, I'm getting mysterious psoriasis patches in like crazy parts of my body. Oh, well. We're 37 uh, years old. Yeah, it's to be expected at this point. Yeah. But so that was eight minutes of of us, us just trying to say that this is Mean Girls Interrupted. Yes. So <laughs> this is our first video. Um, this is the first video we've ever done. Uh, if you couldn't tell, it's very weird. I guess it's not Ooh. that weird. We see each other. I'm changing my hat again. I love I it. I love like you're, like you're, you're going through looks as we go through this thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> which I love. I love like an evolution, a reveal. Listen, I'm having outfit changes today. Um, we have different I want people looks to notice this rainbow because we are a gay podcast and you can't stop it. No, we can't. We so can't, you can't cancel something that's already canceled itself by just yeah, being alive. By years and years <laughs> of just existing. <clears throat> We're used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say I'm, I'm drinking water for all of you out there. This is that is water. a sparkling water. Yes, it is. It's very sparkling. It is. I mean, they don't know that we could we could be like recording this at eight o'clock at night, which would be we an are. appropriate time. We are drinking. Uh, also, it's night. ten fifteen in the morning, and I don't see anything wrong with what you're doing. Excuse me. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, call me out. I don't no, judge it. I don't. Judge I don't. It. The thing is, is listen. I had a ridiculous week at work, and oh. you, but you know what? I actually can't even use that as an excuse because I do this every week. Listen, it's, <laughs> it's your day off. Listen, it's Sunday morning. I'm going to do what I want. And if you guys think I have a problem, nobody asked. How about that? So. <laughs> <laughs> but you know who didn't, you know, who? what else has a lot of like alcohol throughout it is the movie sliding doors. Yes. Did you notice that? It certainly does. It I was really like, does. whoa, what's going on here? Drinking like, culture was rampant. Was this just the late 90s? It was the late 90s. Guys, this is me. I think we actually do have to do a proper introduction. Okay, let's do it. Go for it. Everyone, this is Mean Girls Interrupted. <laughs> we are a movie review podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, we are now in a visual medium. Also, you can just listen to us in your ear holes if you want to. We yeah. have an email, which is meangirlsinterrupted at gmail.com, where you can mm-hmm. email us and answer or ask us any questions. And we'll answer them. We yeah. have a website called meangirlsinterrupted.com. If you don't know how to spell this, there is a very popular early 2000s movie called Mean Girls. And um, then just type in interrupted at the end because the mean girls is the hard part. Yeah. So, <laughs> Or just like do the show notes. That's It's all in the show notes, everyone. People don't read them. No. I don't know. <laughs> it's exactly how it's spelled in the title. Yeah. So I just feel copy like that. If you can't figure it out, maybe it's not our target audience. John, if they can't figure it out, I don't think they're listening, actually. I don't think they're mean <laughs> girls, and I don't think they're interrupted. I love that you've coined everyone the term meanies, which is really fun. <laughs> Thanks. So I actually love that. So yeah. for those oh, of you who are also, listening. Just we're very active on Instagram lately. Yes. I think that we're killing the game. It's at Mean Girls Interrupted. Mm-hmm. If you love a good meme, we do all the travis does all the memeing i should uh, say i don't know but yours is still fun too like the the words that you come up with and you put also let me just talk about every single mariah carey song you have put on those john oh, can yeah. i tell you i go back and actually just do you remember hit clips it's my version of hit clips oh hit clips yeah <laughs> but so you know I do- this is like definitely i just i love find, trying to find like every real I just want to try to make a, like a Mariah Carey it, John, uh, song John, just to do it. the entire discography, everything she's ever <laughs> that's done. What that's what I'm aiming just, to do. Okay. Because <laughs> do you remember our now, our now, um, def, our now uh, dead podcast, which we mm-hmm. will not name? Yeah. We, it always circled back to Mariah every episode. I don't even I know how. It's just baked into us. Probably. Mariah she's been a part of our lives us. for like ever. <laughs> Also, she weirdly, was, about sliding doors, by the way, Dido ended up being a part of it 
do you remember did you stay tuned for the credits no absolutely not oh because it's the song oh. it's it's the dido song that everybody knows dido no for. john the second it was over i said closed Goodbye. out and then i went and watched youtube you're like oh freeze frame on these two weirdos and go away um yeah so should we talk about it it's like yeah doors. we should talk about it let's talk about it for sure <laughs> no speaking of stalkers there's one in here there is yeah it's weird and crazy so, you know what this movie uh-huh. the movie is wild the movie okay, is crazy the movie is wild okay so why don't we why don't we get into the cast how much it yeah. cost okay. um how much it made back <laughs> um it was it was made on a budget of six million dollars well, for inflation, that's yeah. a shitload of money still. And oh. also, it was it came, it came out in 1998, which was like, yeah, this was the, like, Gwyneth Paltrow had been around, but I believe this was, 1998 was like her year to be solidified as a star. Was which it? Is, yeah. Like, she came so. out with so many movies um, <laughs> that year. So in 1998... Um, she came out with sliding doors. She had just done Emma two years prior, which like oh, put her right, on the map. Right, right. Didn't she do so, Romeo and Juliet? No, she does Shakespeare in Love, which That's also came out in nineteen ninety eight. Yes. Which won her the best actress Oscar. Yep. And I've never seen Shakespeare in Love. So I would venture to say I also have that it's not, not an Oscar winning performance. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is. I mean Mm, there's conspiracy theories about this because okay so miramax conspiracy miramax is at play and miramax at the time was headed up by the weinsteins oh yeah Mm. and there was like and the the weinstein oscar campaigns always resulted in a win or a major nomination um and that include and so a sliding doors is a miramax thing Shakespeare in Love is a Miramax thing. So oh. she was like a she was a Miramax darling. Isn't it really weird? Goop. Yeah, goops is right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, one can only speculate, which I'm not. One can get into. only speculate that this movie is called Sliding Doors. Yes, it is called Sliding Doors. Where were you in 1998? Oh, I was discovering um, my body cool puberty so that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> <laughs> me too i was in 1998 you know what it, it was like i think we were i think we both of us were in um junior high i think we we're in i was like grade. late junior high for me for sure i wasn't in high school yet yeah but... no neither of us were i th- i was playing with pokemon cards i actually know exactly yeah. where i was i was it was i was sitting on a bench after school with my blue <laughs> game boy and i had pokemon in it you had a blue game boy i had a blue game boy i had the game boy no well i actually got i know no you want to know what i was very lucky because i never got anything that i asked for and i think was it a see-through one one of the see-through ones mm -mm. Mm. nope Uh, game boys had been around for a very long time and i think a lot of people put money into getting this game boy for me i don't think it was like my parents alone i think my grandma also chipped in i mean that is that a Game Boy is was such a novelty. I was always envious of people who had them. I had a Game Boy, and I felt so lucky to have one. I was like, damn. Yeah. And, oh, and it was the color. 
Yes, they had like all the different colors. In 1998 was our my brothers and I, uh, mine, uh, their ours, uh, our first year of having a PlayStation One. Oh, and 1998 was a very important uh, time in my life yeah. <laughs> because PlayStation One happened. Yeah, and it was just like it opened up a whole new world of scenarios and imagination. I was just like, yes. I mean, that's all. I mean, listen. The PlayStation was a game changer. Yeah. Just like Sliding Doors. Sliding Doors is a beloved movie. So people I like have, have a ha, like revere this movie. They it's a cult I, classic. Okay. We're not gonna get into the review part of it yet. Um, but I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah. It's very nineteen ninety eight though. I have like, mixed feelings, but I guess we should get into it. For those of you out there, yeah. just FYI, this is not only a movie review podcast. We will be spoiling this movie. Yes, the Every spoilers aspect abound. of this movie is going yeah. to be ruined for you. So if yeah. you, if you're, like, I mean, it's like it's twenty five years old. So right? in in our Instagram posting or whatever, I discovered that this is the twenty fifth anniversary year of Sliding Doors, and there's like people who like are holding events for it it's <laughs> what <laughs> why because gwyneth paltrow and this is like the chicest rom-com they say she didn't even remember she was in one of the iron man movies uh, she's there was an know. interview with her she's a billionaire she, i know I don't yeah. know how she convinced everybody to put jade <sighs> eggs in their vaginas, yeah. but John, she did it. She did it. So good for <laughs> all of you. You know, she she was like married and had children with the... Um, she is like a 90s person. She is gorgeous, though. She's a 90s person, and she like, like in the late 90s, especially, her career like totally rose to prominence. She was like the it girl. Like she could do. She really was. She has like a pretty serviceable English accent in this movie. I was gonna say, John. I was like, whenever was... I heard that she was like English, like the first thing that came out of her, I was like, oh no! And then she kept going for it. I was like, whoa! She sounds like she's from London. But I'm gonna be honest. That comes from me, who also just I don't understand like regional dialects. Like as so, an American, yeah. So <laughs> I don't even know. Maybe it's not serviceable. But it's just, like, it's more than convincing for our ears. Yeah. And I'm sure for, like, English people, they're like, the fuck? Yeah. Probably, but, so, but we but, do that with English actors, too. We're like, ooh, there's a slip. There are, but there are some who are very, very good at it. Yeah. And I'm like, how? They just have to be, to have, like, a, a global I just don't marketability. Them, right? I guess. But, so, but, I mean. So, she's, like, she's very. So, in the credits, I watched the credits. You did. Her her wardrobe for Miss Paltrow in this movie was provided by Calvin Klein. Oh, the whole wardrobe was Calvin Klein, which is also very 90s, early 2000s. I, I was watching her her wardrobe throughout this movie, and I was like, oh, this was like, you can't really read it right now these days, but you can tell if you flash yourself back to 1998, you could tell that this was like a fashion movie. Oh, I definitely didn't get fashion <laughs> at all. From Not this even movie. with the haircut? No. No. Although I will say there were moments where I was like, wow, she's really pulling it off. It reminded me, it, like her hair, I was like, there weren't enough butterfly clips in it. Do you know? 
Yeah, she almost did like the butterfly the oh, ooh, the butterfly clip effect. That's what this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, so if anybody doesn't know, well, I guess we'll just like sim- summarize it. It's like yeah. So uh, wait, can first, you see? I'm so sorry. Can you see um, how much time has? Oh, there it is in the corner. I can. Twenty minutes. Oh, good. Okay, so we <laughs> have a bit of time. But I mean, it's a it's the perfect time oh, to talk about John, how this movie begins. Uh, it's this movie begins with Gwyneth Paltrow. She wakes up in bed in like her boho chic London apartment flat, if you yeah. will. And mm-hmm. um, beautiful she, wood floors and beautiful wood floors, shabby chicish. Mm-hmm. And she like goes to work at her corporate PR job. And oh, she don't in, forget. She gives her boyfriend uh, a little kiss. A yeah. Little a little kiss peck, and then he immediately, as soon as she's out the door, takes the phone off the hook and takes a shower. Cause he's expecting company. Oh, he certainly is. And by company, I mean, Gene triple horn. Uh yeah, I've got Jean Triplehorn. Jean Triplehorn is amazing. I love her. I love yeah. her. So yeah. oh, so please continue. She goes <coughs> to work. Ooh, I'm just getting over COVID, so I still have a little COVID resting right about mm-hmm. here. Yep, that's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. that is what it is. <laughs> it's nothing else. It's just COVID. Just COVID. So much COVID. Don't worry, it's only COVID. Settling at the deepest part of my throat. Yeah, yeah, settling. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> so uh, so Jean Triplehorn gets so much COVID blasted into her throat. Um, it... Sorry, I was batting away. Yeah. <laughs> There's that's, like what happens. A, there's a na- <laughs> that's what happens whenever you have so many plants in a room like, no i just it's happening to, to us oh. it's happening to us because we we i found last sunday after we did this i um i discovered two plant orphans by the mailboxes it was actually three because it was a double fig tree and they were young and people were just giving them up giving them up john send me one no <laughs> no i don't need, I don't need they were they were like in disrepair and we're like we got to save these things and they are already loving their new digs john i love that i know and there was like this little tiny squatty uh palm tree and we're like yes so i feel like all i've said this before but like all of our plants that we have acquired are mostly orphans found on the street John, I like an orphan plant. Sometimes yeah. you, all you have to do is just give them a little bit of water, a little bit of hey, hey, beep, beep, and then hey, make them don't <laughs> die. Yeah, so, and, and I, I have become the I have become the orchid whisperer since receiving a a full adult orchid. It is it is uh, tricky. John, it's the only plant that I refuse to buy. It's you have to know exactly what's going on. So a I lot refuse. of YouTube videos have been spent finding mm-hmm. out what's going on i feel like i know what i'm doing now john i refused to buy an orchid and i want one so bad but i'm like there's no way i yeah i don't we, have the capacity we came back from hawaii and all we had like maybe 12 flowers orchid flowers on the on the two plant stems <clears throat> and uh flower stems and um they were all droopy and wilted whenever uh, we came back and i was like ooh no but that doesn't mean death because all yeah. the life is in the leaves yeah 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 so um uh so yeah so i watched a few youtube videos so i just like i revived the flowers they came back to being like stiff ish okay that's amazing 
yeah I was like, Guys, what's going on here? Mean Girls Interrupted. Mean we Girls like Interrupted. Off, we like to go off on a tangent. <laughs> right, um, but how do we circle it back? So, okay, so a wilted, another version of a wilted flower would be Gwyneth Paltrow. As she's being fired for stealing <laughs> vodka from her work. Which was like a giant box of Smirnoff. Also, can I, dude, let me tell you, what's so annoying about the scene is like, <laughs> Your major business that does millions and millions of dollars worth of yeah. PR, and you have only four bottles of Smirnoff, right? The but then cheapest? she. But the thing is, like, they used it to fire her because they had wanted to. Yes, and she said, and "Well, I, now you have your reason," because she did roll in with two big man, old bottles, and she just like can't stop saying the word "sacked" throughout this entire movie. You know, I, I, I want to do like it. a word search. I want to do a word find, a word a search. Word count. Word count on the word sacked, the word um, shagging. Oh, um, they, said sh they said shagging so many times. Like instead of saying the F word, they say shagging. I'm like, is that even real or just for this movie? Oh, no, it's real. So shagging um, also. I, I don't know. think it's used like that, but really like... <sighs> It was a lot. It's like we get it, your English. Gwyneth. Yeah, but also it was the '90s, and I think it was true. Like, yeah, they were, John, they were laying thick with some of those English things, like the Monty Python thing. Yeah. Which, by the way, Ugh, don't even get me started on that Spanish Inquisition bullshit, John. Malarkey. It's not even what it means. <laughs> what the way he's saying it? Yeah. It's not even. Yeah, like oh. nobody. I mean, it's whatever, but at the same up. time, yeah. there's there's a scene in this movie where she okay. So anyway, she so gets, she she goes down to the tube. This is where sliding doors becomes a parallel a universe. It becomes yes. butterfly effect meets um, thirteen going on thirty. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, pretty much any rom com you can think of, but it's also meets a lady who needs to speak with the manager because yeah, she. She goes, so she's going down to the tube. Is this movie science fiction? Um, I think it's just called a rom-com, but there's no, it has to be fantasy because science fiction, there has to be some kind of like rules explained to why something's happening. True, right. In because fantasy, I was thinking you don't have to do that. Universe, as in like it, the science fiction yeah, aspect like of it. Yeah, they're like divergent that. realities. So she, she's just been sacked and she goes, she runs down to catch the train we back We call it teabagged here, everyone. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> she's been sacked hard <laughs> by like five different guys oh well yes they were all in a boardroom it was wild yeah the graying haired daddies mm -hmm. yeah she was just sacked down she was she was sacked um, down <laughs> so she runs down to the tube to catch the train that's about to leave and she is trying to stand clear of them sliding doors but mm -hmm. she, in one reality, we get like this twinkling. You know that magic is afoot because you get this twinkling chimey sound. John, it is and very like, like magic's gonna happen every time, <laughs> every time, and also not every time. It's just excessive in moments where it's like just to remind us that we're living in two different realities. Like we get it, we do we get, get it, it, but also. For some reason in my head, every time there was like this weird, um, uh, what do you want to call it? Um, one of those moments that's very serendipitous. Yeah. Is that what it is? Am I using something? 
or like I guess it's not actually serendipitous because it's (sighs) mostly like in random times and random times the the chimes come in and it's crazy but and you're like but why not every time (laughs) because because that would have been crazy but like this this movie goes off the rails because it like she tries to make the train in one reality and misses the train so she's delayed from getting home and she's she has brown hair she does in this reality she and has in, in the fern alternate mayo hair. She has fern mayo hair. She has it fern is a mayo wig before she becomes Violet. Which, by it's, the way, if you really want to look at it, oh, you're right. She became Violet because Violet does have that uh-huh. that do. Yeah, she does. She also that has. late nineties do. <laughs> yes, she does. <laughs> so, so um, she. <laughs> So it, she the this is and then in the in the other reality she does make the train she makes and the train she discovers that her fiance is cheating on her while at work with Jean Triplehorn Lydia and Lydia who whenever she, she discovers um, them doing it in her room yeah what I do love about this moment is that it doesn't cut away no. and it just sort of like. And Jean Triplehorn just, like, has zero shame. John, she didn't care one bit. She was like, what did she say? She said, stopping like that will set a woman. Oh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow goes, stopping like that will set a woman back for three days. She tells her to just, she tells him to just keep going. Because at this point, she's, uh, they've already been yeah. mad. <laughs> and yeah. Lydia doesn't care. And Helen's standing there like. <sighs> she's just like, yeah, is her name Helen? Her name's Helen. Which, by the way. The only time I've ever heard the name Helen before, ever, was on um, <laughs> that um, Wings. Oh, Helen Hunt. No, w- that- I forgot about her. She doesn't count. Um, Twister, Helen Hunt, but Helen uh, as a character, not as a human. Right. Who was in? Who was the Wings. lead in Wings? I remember watching that a lot and being like, this is an interesting premise. It was two random people uh, who were the uh, leads random i don't remember and then lloyd who was the um Mm, mechanic mm -hmm. who became sandman in one of the um, yes right right it was also was he in sideways no probably was he in sideways i don't care we're talking about gene triplehorn triple gene triplehorn just walks right out unscathed and is like she "Hmm." doesn't even have a shirt she's going she's like i left my clothes around here somewhere and i'll find them on the way out and i'll see you tomorrow john (laughs) you have to assume that as she was walking out completely naked no shame she was just like try me like i I don't care like gene triplehorn was like she was ready for whatever came her way in that moment she's like you know what i love chaos i accept it i i do it i this is my business is chaos john she is in the business of chaos and i've i have achieved what i've set out to achieve john she's a monster she actually no seriously i was thinking i was like there's a lot of villains in movies but like she is she's necessarily like (laughs) but she does it so well she does it so good in this movie she was my favorite part of this movie was gene Triplehorn. she is she does an amazing job even whenever like okay so the the path the these realities diverge Uh, so we're living in two we're flip-flopping from two different realities we got gwyneth paltrow if she had not discovered the affair and we have gwyneth paltrow breaking up with with her fiance 
Yes. And so there's so, these two paths that kind of lead to nowhere. Yeah. It sort of meanders a lot of the time. I'm like, cool. We're doing scene after scene. It's her of, finding herself yeah. in both of these realities, actually. If you yeah, really think like about it. It's like the same character arc, really. It, the thing is, is like, so she catches, she catches her train in one. She catches her boyfriend having an affair and the other, she misses it. And she's like, yeah, she misses it. And then her life is like a bummer, but she's starting to realize something's going wrong in her relationship. Right. While a newly single Gwyneth Paltrow discovers a new love interest immediately. Yes. Who's like this Scottish dude who is obsessed oh. with Monty Python. Oh, unnecessarily and, so. Like, and, yes, you know Monty the, Python's yeah. funny, but dude, we don't, they don't need it. They but didn't need it. There's a certain type of human being who loves Monty Python too hard, which I've always found really annoying. Yes. And I'm like, ooh, but she like is endeared by it. And there's even this scene where she, where he, they're like among a group of friends of his, and like she's there, and he is Wait. reenacting the Wait, no. the whole scene. Do you not remember that, John? I'm so <clears throat> glad you brought this up. There, it was horrible. It, and I'm gonna tell you. Do you want to know what I hate the most in every single movie? Uh, this actually i hate this so much more than yeah. anything in a movie yeah. is when a scene cuts from one scene and it and then you you get brought into the tail end of a clearly hilarious <laughs> joke which you know is not funny but these actors are acting their faces off john and they're trying so hard but it is this scene was one of the lamest th scenes I've ever watched. In I know, movie. and like when they cut, it like cuts to like Gwyneth's um, reaction, I and she's just like, "Hated it, <laughs> John. I oh, hated it. I think I'm falling in love with you. No, right? Because I, I think this is cute and charming, and I'm like, this is the most obnoxious fucking thing to happen at a restaurant dinner party. No, and you want to know what's more? Uh, mo Here's what's the most unrealistic unre thing about this movie: not the fact that it is based on in two different timeline literally nobody has that many adult friends i yeah because they're not what, they're one like, person has they're like John, there's 30 like something of, late 20s right. you can't even tell it's sort of like ambiguous if they're in their late 20s or early John, 30s there's a lot of people in there who are looking like they're in their 40s too it's true i was like yeah. girl what is this well, i feel like also this is a, a time in movie history where you have the hot girl gwyneth paltrow who is like dating these dogs like dusty dirty men like i could see the appeal like maybe if it were happening in a, happening in a public restroom or something like that you're like okay <laughs> like i'd never have to see you again but like type. it's like the disparity between the mm. levels of hotness she was dating down Listen, I'm going to be honest here, though. Like, yes, her first boyfriend was way more attractive, objectively. But yeah. I'm not going to lie. No, that's a no for me. The dog. Scottish guy? I will not. The, the Scottish guy? He he had, like, pug eyes. Uh, the I, eyes of a pug. <laughs> so, oh, what, what you mean one of them's going the opposite direction? <laughs> yeah, or just, like, he had this... It's one's facing forward and the other one's like <laughs> i just don't understand like she was like way out of their league john it was really weird because i also thought the same thing but i don't want to sit here and like judge someone's appearance because both of um, them are 
the uh, the Scottish guy, like he, there was something. Maybe there was like weren't. Maybe the like okay. So Gwyneth Paltrow at this time is like a ten. Like John, she is a, a model. She is a ten in both of them. Like no joke. Even though she had like dirty dishwater hair in one. Yeah, like she, she is, is a still. Ten in both. She's giving Calvin Klein editorial every step of the way. She was giving Pippi Longstockings in yeah. one of them. Like, there was one whenever they were like, so she in in the Divergent, um, where she does uh, reality, where she does discover and breaks up with her where fiance. she discovers her new haircut yeah she goes and like her best friend is like is like you need a haircut and they go drastic they go too far john they <laughs> they went kate goslin they said <laughs> they, go they said you're gonna have chunky blonde and red highlight yeah, you're gonna look, have red with this haircut light. you can walk into any establishment and the manager's gonna talk to you right away yes they said auburn chunks bleach on <laughs> chunks so short Ugh. Ugh. and it was it was a pixie do i guess oh yes yes yes, yes. spiky in the back listen i will say gelled this. in the front oh God. gel listen, gel I'm and hairspray say, i'm gonna Crunch. say this oh <laughs> listen i'll say this much yeah if she didn't have the bone structure to pull it off, it wouldn't have worked mm-hmm. on someone else. Yeah, she does have that model face where she could have fern mayo hair or she, had, she did violet she, hair. Yeah, she was pulling violet. Honestly, can you imagine her? There's no way. They basically came out in the same year. Honestly, these movies. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but, um, so, uh, so, yeah. So anyway, so there was a, there was a look that she had on whenever they were painting her new PR place. Like she just like creates a PR company because the Monty Python guy is like, you know what? You should start your own PR company. He said, you've been doing it for so long. And she was like, you know what? You're right. And then like the next day she has a business license. She has a business license. And also we should say, we should mention that for money um, in the Fern Mayo um side of things where she does stay with her fiance um she goes to work sandwiches as a sandwich deliverer to gene Triplehorn. john it was kiki's delivery service it was it wasn't like doordash it wasn't like grubhub it was i'm coming out in in braided pigtails with a giant wicker basket full of handmade sandwiches right and i don't even she doesn't even have like the order receipt or the ticket to know where it goes she just leaves wherever she's the the sandwich shop with a basket of loose sandwiches and she is just delivering them john she is the paper boy (laughs) of sandwiches she, yeah, she's she just is just talking about children. She's to- <laughs> yeah, she is tossing those sandwiches onto your driveway, yeah. and also not in a particular hurry. If you watch the movie, it's she is just moseying around with a basket, a giant Easter basket. John, of I would mosey too because here's here's where my mind would have been. Yeah. I went from doing PR and making mad money to having to deliver ham sandwiches <laughs> that have nothing. She's like, I just got to get a regular job. It's also, why not apply to other PR places? Like there's one PR place in all of London. Literally turn tricks. It has to be better than this. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not joking. Uh, I mean, just hang out in the tube for long enough and you'll make $100 that day. That's not the only tube you're going to see. 
So, I mean, come on. The London Underground. Right. right. Like, you just want to be catching them catching them tubes. Yeah, you are. You're going to be catching them tubes on the tube. Find a, <laughs> find a comfortable, quiet car. Yeah. Um, which is cool. So, I don't know. Her life keeps <laughs> progressing in both of them. The movie meanders for a large part of it. And then it starts to culminate where... Um, in both realities, she has to confront her fiance. Yeah. Ex. And reconcile her situation there. Like, I don't know if it's a flaw or whatever, but she realizes in both realities at basically the same time that her fiance was indeed a dirt bag. Yeah. A dirty and also in both realities at the same time, she ends up being pregnant. Yeah. But with different, I mean, with different, different daddies. Different daddies. Different, oh, different daddies. Speaking of, I got to tell you something so crazy. My mom yeah. said something so crazy. <laughs> so, and this has to do with baby daddies. And I told her that one of my friends was pregnant and she was like, oh, is she, is she, she was like, oh, I didn't know she was married. And I was like, I was like, what? I said, <laughs> I said, mom. Um, it gets a very sliding doors of you, mother. I'm like, you actually... That's not how biology works. You don't have to be married for, like, <laughs> for you to be able to become pregnant. It's like the switch. Yeah. And I was like, yes. How did you recover listened. from that? <laughs> because she, uh, well, I sat there for a minute and I was like, you don't have she's to be. She's not married. No, that's what I told her. I said, she's not. She's just having someone's kid. <laughs> and what was your mom's reaction she's to that? Like, she's like, oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because she lives in a time where like you had to be married to have the 1950s <laughs> it's like, oh, i didn't remember i didn't know deirdre wasn't married yeah well she's not she's oh. actually no she's just out here mom she's just meeting randos she's like what's her first and last name and social security number yeah, yeah so yeah. i can make sure that i block her from all social no seriously no <laughs> Like, I don't need Satan in my life. So back to um, Gwen being pregnant in both <laughs> timelines. But I just wanted to bring that up, like, because, yeah. like, I think of this time, too. I, I don't, I also don't like that being married is, like, an accomplishment. You know what I mean? John, it's not. It's, I mean. have to be. I'm in a partnership that is basically a marriage with, with none of like the 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 legal perks <laughs> i mean it's so weird are there are there legal perks though because those are gonna go away i have to move my hair i'm sorry but also oh, changing looks yeah i love the reveal though thanks okay you, you look fabulous <laughs> thanks you're giving you're giving you're, you're giving I'm a giving. crossover between like the fern mayo hair color and yeah. then the mm -hmm. violet dude. So I am giving. So what I am giving is um, Helen in that one. <laughs> I'm giving Helen in the timeline with short mm. hair, but I'm Helen. but I'm giving um, Helen from Fern Mayo timeline color, yeah. like you just said. Yeah. Can we talk about Jean Triplehorn for a second? We can because she's because actually Jean stunning. Jean Triplehorn becomes a problem. John, she's a huge problem. She is... She is a menace. She's a monster. She's an actual <laughs> menace, John. Yeah. She is... It's so horrible. She is easily and, one of the worst people. She is a, officially... I think her, she set the paradigm of, like, the monster in rom-coms. Like, the unabashed shamelessness. 
like she she's also a lady of means she does her own thing and she she doesn't need this whole situation but i think she just does it because she craves the disaster because she's bored because john do you know what she is she's a serial killer sociopath like so so she goes away in in the uh in the where the affair is an uncovered timeline she goes away with the fiance um gene triplehorn does and while he's on the phone with gwyneth paltrow she stub accidentally stubs her toe yeah. and starts hooting and hollering uh-huh yes, like dr- overly dramatically and you know why she's doing it oh you do because she's one of those yeah, she's like, ooh, I, and she's in a way, I sympathize with her because she just wants to exist in this timeline. John, she knows full well that he's it's, in a relationship, though. Yeah, and, she and then to... and then whenever he's like, and then whenever he's like, hangs up the phone, it's like, what are you doing? My wife was on the phone. She's like, you know what? I'm not taking this anymore. And her nipples are rock hard. Also, <laughs> did you see that in yes. this movie? I think the scene did it for her, but also John <laughs> Jean Triplehorn is so hot. She is. She is gorgeous, dude. She, her face reminds me of, um, of, uh, of doe eyes that we love from the queen's gambit. Oh yes. And of the course. Aunt Anya Taylor joy, Anya Taylor joy. She was like, she was very much Anya Taylor joy before she was like even a glimmer of existence. Yeah. No, she is, um, she's stunning, but stunning. also she's, uh, she's, she's a horrible, horrible person. And she plays this so well in this movie. She's like my favorite part. She's very, very good at it. Yeah. And so whenever so, she, also, she becomes so much of a thorn. Like she shows up at windows. She John, shows up at windows. Yeah. She's calling you outside. It's coming. It's basically coming. The call is coming from inside the house. That bitch is in your closet. Also, you she, know, she has money if you're in 1998 and you have a flip phone, John. And it wasn't even one of those massive ones, right? It's a flip phone. Yeah. She was it's, one of the rare people. She's like the 1% and she's like wasting her time with like this, a dog of a man, John, she's outside his house. This guy has, him. this guy has two tens and he's like a six. Yeah, he's not great. So objectively, I would say he's probably about an eight, but because he is a two-timing scumbag, yeah. he's about a three. Yeah. And also, he like really, really tries to make both relationships work. Yeah, which is really not cool. Yeah. It's like you can't have your cake and eat it too. It's like, I think it's abusive behavior. Um, John, can we talk <laughs> about the scene where he gaslights Gwyneth so uh, hard? When yeah. all she does is, what does she ask him? She says, how come... Uh, oh, she oh, casually she goes, is like, are, tell me yes or no. Are you having an affair? No, no, that's not the scene when he gaslights her. It's so bad. When he goes, she says, how did a brandy glass end up in right. the hamper? He was, and she and was he's like, like, oh, your best friend's a fucking lush. And she dude. threw it in there at a party. <laughs> and then he's like, thanks for ruining the night. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, yeah, and you're yeah, like, okay, yeah. she only asked you how a glass got in the hamper. Just be like, I was drinking and I knocked it in there. This is where this is where the movie gets relatable in that kind of toxic dynamic. It's super like toxic. Yeah. Having been on the receiving end of that kind of it's behavior. Super toxic. But myself, it's relatable content, but also 
um, you know, like Gwyneth, open your eyes. She honestly, she knows. She just refuses to accept it. Right, because she, she knows. Yeah, because her Deep arc down. hasn't finished yet. But her arc finishes in both timelines at the very same moment. She has where she we has have we have death. a very rain. Okay, so she swears off both the but one of the guys the 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 Monty Python guy because he ends up that he's married but separated and she doesn't realize. Yeah. yeah so yeah. she's well, that's not she's any, there's no she's walking she's walking in the night in the pouring rain doing nothing with no umbrella. No, I'll tell you, she's not doing nothing. There is a scene where they're out on the boat and she says, my grandfather helped build that bridge. And sometimes I like to just stand over there and look out. When but I no umbrella? My mind. No, because she's she's being very dramatic, John. I know, she's sitting, it's she's in a so, leather jacket. John, it's so dramatic. Like, why? Yeah. And Maybe like, so, they're just used to the rain because it is England. But it's, just like, it's, it's pouring. It's raining cats and dogs. John, and this guy goes he, out into the rain to find her. He and does. they find her. They have a whole dramatic scene. And he's like, I I just want to blah, blah, blah. He just states his case. And she's just like, okay, my mistake. We're going to be together now. Yeah, no, really. And then in the alternate timeline, Fern Mayo discovers, catches the affair in the act. Ba- uh-huh. oh, basically, they're like, they're past the act. Well, only but, because Lydia... Lydia, what she did was right, she faked she come, a job interview, had yeah. her tell her, you're going to have this interview at this location. She staged Lydia, it. Lydia staged it and then had the boyfriend come over. And then Lydia was like, by the way, I'm just talking with your boyfriend and I'm trying to decide whether or not I want to keep his baby. Right. Because she's also pregnant. Yes. Yeah, so Jean Triplehorn is pregnant and both Gwyneth Paltrow's are pregnant at this point. But Gwyneth Paltrow has kept it to herself in both instances. She has. Well, she tried to tell Homie in one instance, which I really hated that scene when he hung up. She didn't have to be like, I wanted yeah. to tell you that. Well, I'm it was pregnant. the whole Gene Triple Horn, I'm leaving you kind of a thing. Yeah. Was that, there was that situation. And then, like, it was a weird, like, Gwyneth Paltrow gets hung up on and she's just like, I just wanted to tell you that I'm pregnant. Ugh. And that's how she sounds. Yeah, and then she <laughs> and then she has a death becomes her moment, and she falls down some stairs. Yeah, because she's like running away from Jean Triplehorn's like chaos, and uh, her fiance chases after her, and accidentally pushes her down the stairs. Yeah, accidentally. He was like, "I can't have two babies, and this one's got to go." So he pushes her <laughs> right down the stairs because he knows that fetus ain't gonna make it. Yeah, like one so, of you's not gonna make it. And yeah, I hope both of both. you don't. Hopefully but, both, but one of you won't. <laughs> and in the in the rom com uh timeline with Walleyes, he um Walleyes. He's like he's like he's like, hey Gwyneth Paltrow, while she's like in the middle of the street, and she turns around and and she's like, What? And he's like, I love you. And then she's like, ha ha ha, and gets ran over by a van. Yes, a freaking <laughs> a delivery van. Who doesn't even try to stop. They're like, oh, is that Gwyneth Paltrow? Probably <laughs> probably the sandwich delivery van. Right. That'd be funny if it was like way more dramatic where it like where it spins out and hits her with like the back of it, like whips into her. And she John, goes she flying, just launches like meet Joe Black style. John, like... she, she launches into the phone booth that she was walking to. Why was she going to the phone booth? Do you remember? I don't know. I can't remember what she was headed to the phone booth for. I don't know, but she was, 
but anyway, who so was she, she going to call? <laughs> I, I actually know. cannot remember the point of her walking to the like. Phone why group. were they splitting up at that moment? Like, why wouldn't they have just stayed together? It was, yeah. Anyway, the whole thing is just to place her in the Into middle of the harm's street. Way. And she gets mowed over by a bus and the both and so both realities she's in the hospital in both realities she loses the baby. And then in and one reality she in one reality, passes away. With her dead like her fucking dirtbag um boyfriend fiance person is is like by her side and is like, Oh never blah 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 like feeling remorseful. Ugh. And I'm pretty sure she the the Violet version dies. Right? Violet version dies, which means the Scottish dude doesn't. It's like, yeah, she hasn't met the Scottish dude. Whenever she wakes up, and the whole parallel alternate reality magic has ended, and she wakes up as Fern Mayo, and she, she's yeah, like, she wakes up as Fern Mayo, <laughs> and so and then she has her deadbeat fiance cheating person there, and he and he's like, I'll do anything for you, and she's like. In that case, uh, stand up, wa- walk pull over your pants up, pull yeah, your pants yeah. up from around your ankles and take 10 steps slowly to that door and then cross the threshold and then slowly creak that door to a shut and leave. John, you want to know what? <laughs> if he was going to follow every direction, I'll do anything you ask. You know what she should have said? She would have said, I need you to stand up. Walk over to that. Do- walk <laughs> over to that window. I need you to open that window, and I need you to throw yourself out of it. And that would have been a happier ending, I think. Honestly, <laughs> like, uh, but she, so she just splits up with him. She's depressed, and then she kind of just like walks out of the hospital and into an elevator. <laughs> Can I tell you that I actually don't remember? No, it ends that way. She just she walks out of the hospital after being there for a while and she's very like sad and glum, like her life is terrible. And she gets into the elevator and it's um it's Monty Python guy oh, that she sh- ends up crossing paths with anyway. Yeah. And then well, she drops her earring like they first initially met and he's like, Here you go. And then she and then they do the Spanish Inquisition line to end it out. Oh, John, can I tell you, I actually, my brain blocked that out until you just brought that up. They both and then they freeze they, frame they and then Dido plays. They're like, yeah. huh? Like, have we met? It's That is where yeah. the serendipitous moment happens. Yeah, yeah. And so the movie ends and then Dido plays. And, um, no, I, I didn't. And then the Which one? And that's the... sliding doors. It's the, it's the one that was sampled for the Eminem video, ah, but right. They, right, but it's right, like right. the yeah, yeah, you know. I know exactly um, which one you're speaking. Everybody about. knows. We all know. Sliding doors. Cool. How did you feel about it? Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, okay, I'm not going to be <laughs> I'm not going to be like that actually. Okay? I'm not You so, can be however you want. Here's what I want to say about this movie. I actually mm-hmm. think the intro. I think that the concept is pretty interesting. I mean, yeah, it, it's cool in the it's cool in the sense that like there's not another rom com like it, but it's creative. It is a creative, but like but the also, magic, the magic is like so arbitrary. And like, why her? You know no, what I it mean? Doesn't, no, it doesn't make any sense. Also, like the cat. There should there should have been there should have been like some subway swamp witch who's like, Rah. dude. Honestly, there are a ton. 
another <coughs> opportunity because you can find at least five swamp witches on any given subway at any given time. That's what it should have been called, any given subway. <laughs> it should have. <laughs> it all it, takes place in a subway sandwich shop. It does. It, it certainly does. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Have you been to a subway lately? John, you want to know what? Actually, um, a few months back, I really do like their, uh, I like the spicy Italian. Me too. I always get it because it gives you at least some kind of pleasurable sensation. Yeah, I like the spicy Italian, but that's the only thing I'll eat there. But the, the bread um, is always rotted. I don't know. I've had some pretty good bread. Oh, but speaking of, so pretty good <laughs> bread. Um, back speaking to the of pretty good bread. Listen, out of, okay, out of 10 yeah overused monty python quotes Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to give this movie a five i'm giving this movie a five and because like i could have had this movie be one timeline Mm -hmm. and really liked it i don't mind rom-coms i actually like some rom-coms but i mean it's just like the whole hook of having an alternate reality yeah the only thing but the thing is, is like, I don't care what happens. I don't care. I don't, yeah. I don't care to know what, ha- what would have happened. I wasn't, I wasn't emotionally involved in her. Like, and also just like the whole romance dynamic of everything was really kind of just quite um, like, like just live your life. Like you don't need to be chasing these people. Like why does <laughs> your whole life being defined by these two men John, relationship here's how this movie death. could have worked. Like, she, movie, like she was only happy if she was like succeeding in love or something. You know what? This movie could have worked really well still had she missed. So had she missed her train, like had she missed the train, she still lived her life. She ends up meeting that dude and her boyfriend still is like messing with um, Lydia. Okay. Yeah. Then she meets the other guy. She started to have suspicions and she's slowly falling in love for this guy and then a homeboy, yeah. her boyfriend, the one that she still lives with, is starting to realize that this Lydia is bad news. So he's got to try to figure out a way to fix the relationship that's crumbling, even though homegirl already knows at this point he's cheating. Then yeah. she finds out at the end that um, the new guy she's dating is married but separated and there's still confusion. And then guess yeah. what? Let's take it all the way home. Let's just have her die. Yes, and then <laughs> let's just have her and die. Then, and, and then, and then the two guys meet up, and they're like, and then "Whoa!" They're, and now they're dating. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're because they're both they they identify they kind of Venn diagram over the grief of her. Uh huh. And then they're like, "Wait a minute, yeah, you're everything she wasn't." Yeah. And so, but and Lydia, I don't know what happens to Lydia. Who cares? She's yeah, Lydia ends up single mom. Uh, she's a, yeah, she's a single mom. A single mom that was like totally like annexes and controls that child yeah that, that's for a different movie see we didn't need an alternate timeline to actually no, you really come didn't. up with this right 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 it but still then... plays out the exact same way with two different hairstyles <laughs> yeah <laughs> we don't need it i mean which was the only reason why there was that whole alternate reality storytelling device is just to see gwyneth paltrow in two different looks honestly that's what i'm thinking yeah just make her look hot the whole time. Make it look like, why would you cheat on this girl? Yeah. Like, why would you cheat on her anyway? Because she's still <laughs> cute, even with her dirty dishwater hair. But this movie's a five for me. I wouldn't yeah. watch this again. No, I would never, and I will never. But, I mean, for me, I, I would say... I'd be okay say, with a remake, but make it a horror movie. 
Yes, exactly. Make it a horror. Figure out how to make this a horror movie where I, I don't know yeah. how. That'd be um, cool. For for me, I would say out of one out of one out of ten, um, um, sex scenes where Gwyneth Paltrow is fully giving um, get off of me. <laughs> I would, I would give it. <laughs> I would also maybe give it like a four. Because yeah. I, it took me two days to watch it. Did it? Yeah. I was sitting here posting memes thinking, oh, John's already watched this. <laughs> I had to get it over with. Uh, yeah, it was, I mean, I wanted to, but at the same time, it just, the, the whole second act really kind of meanders. And like these, these scenes that aren't really dynamic, really. John, and, I don't like, think this just, movie's that good. It's, I don't know. It's not good. I don't think it's that good. But I do love Jean Triplehorn. Jean Triplehorn is is tens all night. John, she isn't. She truly is a monster. And yeah. also, if we need to bleep out any of the cursing next week, I'll be better because we can't say the f word on YouTube, and I'm having a oh, hard really? time. Yeah, I don't know. Well, whenever we start getting monetized, we'll we'll start doing that. Yeah, but I think you have to bleep it before. Yeah. Okay, I'll try. But uh, so just sliding send it door. to me and I'll just scream and you can and you can just put that over it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll put okay. cat sounds. I was going to say cat sounds. Cute. We could do meows instead of beep. I was going to say I was just going to say cat meows. Instead. Wait, can we do cat meows? Okay. Okay. Thanks. But uh, so if we were to week, we won't have to do cat meows. <laughs> if we were if we were doors and we were sliding, I think we would slide over to Rotten Tomatoes real quick. Oh, John, like if I were sliding doors, I would be the sliding doors that smashed that dude's head on the subway <laughs> while he was hitting on my brother. And I think I told you that story when, you we, were did. On, when we were on Christopher Street. So Christopher he totally Street, the two train. We were, he totally thought that we were gay, but yeah. just me, not my brother. And he thought <laughs> he wasn't going to get off. And then he followed us off and the train smushed his head. Dude. <laughs> The doors closed on his face, and my brother had to open the doors for him. And it was the oh, funniest. your brother's so nice. Your brother is so so nice. John, it was so crazy. So if I were sliding, <laughs> did it like doors, smash? Yeah, it did this. <laughs> it was like John, it was the craziest thing. And you could tell he was living in John. He could have. He's died like, this is my worst nightmare. He could have died of embarrassment because he was hitting on my brother so hard. I'm pretty sure he did die of embarrassment. Honestly, Who knows where he, he is might. now? John, he probably did. Wait, if I mean, in a if your brother was of the gay persuasion, that would that would have been a really funny meet cute. It would have, except for this guy, John. No way. Like I already know, and I can't even say <laughs> like, him, like like so outside of my brother's league. No, seriously, he's way out of my brother's league. My brother can do way better. So, <laughs> so he was just like some troll <laughs> creature. He was, he was actually like very like, <gasps> yeah, creeping hard, stalker even. Yeah, it was really weird. Chasing him out the door—that's crazy. It, well, right. So okay, Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> okay, so Rotten Tomatoes. In, despite this being a very beloved movie, it gets a sixty-five percent tomatometer. But this, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and the audience score is 77%. So lackluster. That's still not great. That's still not great for an audience score for a movie that's apparently beloved. Yeah. And so the critics' consensus is despite the gimmicky feel of the split narratives, the movie is watchable due to the winning performances by the cast. And I would beg to differ. 
Except Gene Triplehorn. Gene Triplehorn. I would I would say they were serviceable. Yeah. They did their jobs. They came to work and they did their jobs. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something. I'm just trying to find like a scathing rotten review here. Let's oh. see here. Let's see if this You'll does it. You'll find one. You'll definitely find one. Yeah. So once the movie throws in a jolting late in the game plot twist that could have been borrowed from City of Angels, it never regains its balance. I don't know the reference. No. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Here's here's one that I think is infuriating. It says 90s fantasy romance has mature themes, lots of profanity. It is fantasy. <laughs> You're right. It is fantasy. Yeah. Like do you ever think of like a divergent reality yourself? No. Like a, like what would what would have happened if you had made these choices? I always wonder what it would have been like had I tried math that one time, <laughs> but I didn't. So you would have ended up. Know. You would have ended up with a, with a with a Karen haircut in the gutter somewhere. Honestly, I didn't even have to do math to end up in a gutter somewhere. You are it not in a gutter happened. somewhere, John. It was by choice. <laughs> You're like it's my thing <laughs> that I love. That's my kink. Gutters. Yeah. I'm I just honest. like I just love being face down in a gutter, mm-hmm. um, just face being down. peed on by strangers. <laughs> yeah, it's the only way. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty it's, it's extreme. It, mm-hmm. so, you just need to I feel alive somehow. Was this movie full of profanity? I guess it's PG thirteen. Was it though? Yeah, they said shagging a lot. So I don't personally think it's profane, but maybe to no. somebody else it is. That haircut was profane. Yes, that was actually awful. I'm not sure which one was worse, honestly. Uh, the the brown wig. <laughs> I don't listen. She did look cute at the end, though. When they had that party, I'm not gonna lie. I actually thought she looked. Oh, with great the with the, the 90s flowers in her hair with the twists. I actually loved it. I thought she looked really cute right there. So I'll yeah. give you that was the only fashion moment for me in this movie. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. Lydia all the way. Just make a full movie with Lydia because she's the most interesting. <laughs> it's called Sliding Lydia's. Yeah, no, it is. So yeah. that's it, I guess. Yeah, that's it. We did it, Travis. Once we again, we talked about a movie. We talked for about a, a movie. little over an hour. Well, yeah, not too bad. We made so. a video for people's eyes because apparently did. people can't listen to podcasts without there being a visual option. Yeah, even anymore. though it is literally a podcast. So it's that really was weird. like the whole thing about podcasts was that it wasn't video. Yeah, because but, now look what I, I actually have to clean this. I know. I ran a comb through my hair. I'm and I put Visine in so I didn't look like. I had seven wardrobe changes. If I know. You I mean, noticed my glasses are back on. The pressure. That puts on us. I just don't know who I am anymore. I know. What, what, who are you? Which Gwyneth are you? This one. Look. If you yeah. look in the back, it's that. It's um, Kate Goslin. Mm. It's the spikes. Spiky. So there <laughs> we are. <laughs> and a little side part that comes like with a little. It's almost. It's almost a peekaboo bang. Yeah. It's very but bad. but razor sharp. Oh, so sharp. Here we go. Let me just do this. Let me get, let me get myself together for the end Look of the this. pod. Oh, it's so- chunky. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Do you know what it reminds me of? The, those. So it reminds me of the goth kids from South Park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
Yes, it's very. Mm. <laughs> Wait, I can I can do a Kate Goslin here if you give me just two seconds and then we'll close <laughs> you, it out. John, you can. Do you have all the time? I have. I have so much time. So I have this. It has to be like okay. glued. It has to, yes, it does. I can't quite. I can't quite make it hover above the forehead. That's as, fine. As, don't don't even. But worry also, about it. also. <laughs> Wait, can I? It's almost I there. To... Hold up. This is our best. This Wait, is our best do... Gwyneth Paltrow slide. There, there it is. Okay. Here we go. That's all we. That's all we got. Also, if you're watching slash listening to this and you want a full hour and a half of Travis and I not talking but just playing with our hair, <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. Just you can always message us on Instagram at Mean Girls Interrupted, and um, you can also email <laughs> us at Mean Girls Interrupted or Mean Girls Interrupted at Gmail dot com. Or just go to www.meangirlsinterrupted.com and all of that shit's there. Or just go to the show notes and I need to speak with a manager. Yeah. And also, since <laughs> since Karen's in the building, she's also going to suggest that you go to wherever you get your podcast. Give us five stars. Leave us a review. Yeah. Um, do whatever Ooh. you need to do. You know? What if but I went make the other sure way? That you oh, now you. it's Flock of Seagulls. Oh, it's so good. Flock yeah. of seagulls. All right. Okay. So with that, everybody, we're going to have to see you at the movies. Roll the credits, you, um, you ratty Barbie doll in the hands of a disgusting child that caused Fern Mayo to miss her train. And I actually do think that that doll may have been Cynthia <laughs> sliding to Gene Nipplehorn. Yeah, yeah, her too. Got it. Okay, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>